Bonjour, mes amis. Et bienvenue. Yeah, I think that's where we end. Because <laughs> Valentine decided to do a countdown in French for starting the podcast. So I was like, why not open the podcast in French? But clearly, my skills are still limited. Um, hopefully, while I'm still alive, I'll get to finish learning French. Uh, we've got a lot of time. So my name is Ufaro, and welcome back to Technically, where I am joined by Ed. Unfortunately, Ed is not here, so I am stuck with none other than Valentine. Yeah, what a warm welcome. Thanks, man. <sighs> yeah, and what a warm welcome that we all got to starting June, right? When uh, just as May is wrapping around, we are getting a whole new, do I say set or rather, let me say we're getting some financial statutories. Is that correct? Rules and regulations. Rules and regulations. We're getting some new financial rules and regulations. Um, starting off with... What's your favorite? My favorite part, my favorite rules and regulation, or <laughs> the rules yes. and regulation itself. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the the ones that that, that we just announced uh, on the twenty seventh. Mm. Statutory instruments number one hundred and twenty seven of twenty twenty one. Yeah, more um, sweeping changes to how people use forex and penalties. Uh, yeah, which is which is just weird because. Uh, I don't know about you, but some of them kind of make sense. Others are just like, but, but, but why? But, but, but why? <laughs> but why? Um, <laughs> so there are a couple of penalties, as you just said. Um, so I guess we just run down through them, um, starting with pricing goods and services only in Forex. So if you do that um, and you refuse to take local currency, at the official exchange rate, then you can be fined up to 50,000 um, Zimbabwean dollars. So businesses cannot price or change goods or charge goods exclusively in US dollars. Uh, which, which makes, okay, listen, this is, this is, I guess we'll get to it later, but it's one of those things that makes sense and it doesn't, uh, because like, sure. You know, let's let's have it's a multi-currency system as they've described it. But on the other hand, yeah, unintended. It's not even unintended. Yeah, I think in their respect, they didn't intend the, some of the consequences to be that. But yeah, there will be consequences to to like forcing businesses to to do that at the official exchange rate. Because I did the last auction was was the week before last, right? The week before this one, because Tuesday was Africa Day. So mm. uh, was there one this week? I'm not sure. But yeah, the rate is one is to eighty five. So, yeah, if you price something at 10 bucks, um, someone should be able to walk in and mm, pay 850 local currency on request. So, uh, I guess to maintain the multi currency system, sure, but ish. Yeah. Well, let's go to the next one. We'll get to the problems with it later on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one would be use of auction funds. So, um, to quote, one will be guilty if he or she, without exchange control authority, uses the foreign currency obtained directly or indirectly from a foreign exchange auction or an authorized dealer for a purpose other than that specified in the application to partake in the auction or in the application for foreign currency. 
So, um, the fine for that is pegged at one million Zimbabwean dollars, or the equivalent amount to the value of the foreign currency taken from the auction. Um, and which of the two, whichever one is higher, is the one that you have to pay between the two. Yeah. So, so this is you go you go to that is, is it the Tuesday auction? Um, yeah. And then you get foreign currency from that. But then you then go and use it for something that you did not say you were going to use the foreign currency that you're auctioning. Yeah, for. you know, he goes to the forex auction and then buys pizza with the with the money. He gets the <laughs> you know, it's like I'm going to start a business, but then next thing, Rufaro is busy buying pizza. Yeah. So this okay. one, this one makes sense though, because like, yeah, if you're going to do the forex auction system, whatever, you know, if you're part- participating in it, then yeah, might as well. Make sure you're using the money for the intended purpose. So I'm guessing this is more of a check, check, checks and balance or check and balance. I'm not sure how to say that, but yeah, it, this I think, in, at least in my mind, makes sense. Hmm. Okay. And uh, the next one, pricing goods above the auction rate. So if anyone puts a premium on goods and services in local currency to induce a buyer to purchase in foreign currency, will now face a fifty thousand Zimbabwean dollar fine. In short, there should be no discount for customers paying in foreign currency. So again, you wanted to buy what for ten bucks? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot the example, but it just so happens that pizza can also cost ten bucks. So let's go with that. So the pizza is priced at um, well, one thousand five hundred Zimbabwean dollars, right? Um, but then you get to pay, uh, what's a, what's a smaller US dollar amount now for this to make sense? But let's just say they give you a, if you pay in, in, in US dollars, they give you, let's say a 10% discount. Yeah. So you pay nine um, so, bucks, I guess. Yeah. So something like that. So okay. instead of you paying either 10 bucks or 850, uh, if you're paying in local currency, you're going to pay more than 850, which then, incentivizes you to use the US dollar. Is that correct? Mm. Yes, something like that. But in essentially you're saying if it's cheaper for you to buy in US dollars, then the business will be doing um, something that is against the law and they will be fined up to 50,000 Zimbabwean dollars. Yep. And then we go to um, issuing a local currency receipt for foreign currency purchase. So again, you've gone into the shop, um, you've paid using your Forex, and then they give you a receipt that says um, you paid in local currency, yet you did not actually do that. Um, or they record that in their books as well. Uh, so for doing that, you will be fined up uh, 50,000 um, Zimbabwean dollars or the equivalent amount in foreign currency mm. this is this is the rufaro business where you know rufaro you know goes on the till you know tells his till operators like guys you right if if someone comes in and pays in, in usd just let's not let's, let's just show it as in dollars you know so that because and, and to the zimbabwe like if you if you if you receive uh if you you get taxed on 
local currency and and USD. So yeah. like, no, no, we don't want to lose out our money. So this is actually mm-hmm. pretty smart. Like I'm not a fan of the government in mo- on most days because of stuff like this. But like this actually makes sense. That yeah, if you're gonna get money in a multi-currency system, then at least you should you should be taxed for each differently. It would be nice if all of it had one uniform tax, but you know, not the case. So essentially, this is a sensible thing in proper functioning countries. Which you'd expect there to be some strictness in this. Could hey, keep your Zimbabwean currency books in their online and keep the foreign currency books in their online. Yeah. It, 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 it Don't do shady things like, like hiding <laughs> that you're receiving foreign currency and then you hide it as local currency. Mm-mm. You <laughs> like, want transparency and traceable. I know you keep wanting to say like Rufaro. <laughs> like Rufaro Incorporated. <laughs> no, there's no such there's no such thing. Audit um, Rufaro. <laughs> Uh, they will find it just a poor man doing nothing shady. Um, so going on, this one I found very interesting because it's a KYC thing. Um, so banks will be penalized for their clients. So banks are now liable for the information submitted by their clients should they make an application for Forex. So if a client submits false information and the bank does not do its uh due diligence, then the financial institution will face a $5 million Zimbabwean dollar fine. So essentially, I go um, to the auction. Correct? No, not the auction. I, I apply for Forex, uh, but then the details that I use do not then match what the bank has. So the bank is then uh, held liable for not also having the correct details uh, about me. I think it's also for intended purpose of use, like like how, what you're going to use the money for. So if your business operation is, let's say, you're selling textiles and then you end up using the money for something else, I think that also uh, comes into it because I think they're now trying to um, kind of looks like handing down, um, you know, uh, handing down rules. So I, I don't know if you call it satellite management, like so that the banks have an incentive to make sure that people who are applying for Forex through their facilities are using it for yes. intended purpose. So I think it also it extends to that as well. And the fine is pretty stiff, so which means you banks don't want to lose money. So yeah, they're going to be like, dude, yo, verify. We want receipts. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which might be paying for some people. Yeah. Um, so if you're found guilty, what do you do? Well, there's an appeals process. So if you're found guilty, according to the new regulations of the SI-127 of 20. 21, you will have 48 hours to submit your appeal. So the submission will have to show evidence that the fine was a mistake. And if the situation is not reversed, then you must pay the stipulated amount. If you do not pay the fine in time, you will be charged an additional 5% a day over the sum over a period of 90 days. And if you just so happen to not pay up in 90 days, meaning the 90 days is elapsed without the fine being paid. I've just repeated myself. Mm. <laughs> You'll be facing a six, month, a six to one year uh, prison sentence. So, yeah, you can appeal uh, and you have to do it in 48 hours. Um, if you appeal um, and nothing changes, you have to pay up. If you don't pay up, you you get uh, 5% for each day 
uh, over the sum over a period of 90 days. And if you don't pay up in 90 days, you uh, could potentially go to prison for six to six months to a year. Which I guess, I guess it's a stiff enough penalty because it's like an increase in the fine um, just just makes it uh, worse. But then again, it's restrictive to a person because, for example, uh, if you do the appeals process, there was no like if 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 the situation isn't ratified, there was no kind of layer of oh okay, listen, if we do find out it was a mistake, what do we do from there and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I guess the assumption is, oh sorry, we made a mistake. Um, you can go about your way, sir or madam. Yeah, but then you'd have spent so much time wasting and fretting over something that they probably couldn't interpret was a mistake, unless you didn't make clear cut enough, which might be the issue. But yeah, they, they, they should be more on the appeals process as to what happens, because I think they, they just try to make it as stringent as possible so that, you know, people don't, don't try to skirt the rules. Mm. So as I was reading, you had said, uh, ah, okay, we'll get to the issues or the things, uh, essentially your thoughts on on everything that we that we just read here in terms of the new regulations. Okay, so you're gonna let me talk now. That that's wow. Like today's a good day. Today's a good day. Yes, I'm feeling very generous. <laughs> so I think the biggest the biggest thing to come out of it was this whole, um, or at least for me, I think, um, or two big things was um, pricing goods over the auction rate and. Um, and uh, it's actually the same thing, exclusively pricing in in in, in US dollars. So mm-hmm. I think it's 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 it sucks for businesses to be honest. Um, you know, I know the official rate is the auction rate, but you, you've been around situations where people are charging or giving you may have given you a favorable rate here and there, or they have a USD price next to it. And you know, I don't even calculate. I'm just like, is it? If I calculate out, is it cheap for me to pay in local currency? Okay, even what do I have on me right now is probably the thing that I that, that I'll probably use. I know that's silly, but and I I hate being outside. So yeah, you know, just just take whatever I am take take whatever I'm saying like what I said before with a bit of a grain of salt because I know people do calculate a lot um, to make sure that they're getting the best deal, which I guess makes sense. Uh, but like to get a, a USD conversion uh, of of a price at, at one is to Eighty-five uh, is, yo, bruh. Like, okay, I don't know about you, but isn't that just going to force people to increase local currency prices? Yeah. Uh, so my question is: in, in increasing local currency prices, can't won't there be a link to some exchange rate? Like, won't you end up somehow pricing stuff above uh, the exchange rate? Probably, but you know. Before, like, how who, who determine you know the, the price? Because like, if it's produced locally, then it's obviously you say I, I sourced it locally, so I bought it with CW or dollars, whatever, and I'm putting X amount as a markup on it. Uh, but obviously, the contingency the contingency is we're using the quote unquote you know uh, street market or black market rate uh, to dictate what the price is going to be. So, so it's, it's essentially you're saying if something doesn't naturally have a US dollar price, then how can you determine if the local currency price is above the rate or not? Yeah. But if something we know that uh, this phone costs 300 US dollars and you then price the local currency price above what 300 times 85 would be, then we, we then can then say, oh yeah, you're pricing above the local rate, the, the official rate. 
Yeah, but but even if this if it's the official rate, it won't like businesses will lose. Those. So imagine you're selling a bottle of cooking oil, for example, and you're selling it at you you predominantly let's say in a hypothetical situation sell it for a dollar. So the black market rate is as it reported by many outlets is like what one thirty something. Mm. So um, uh, you'd sell a dollar per liter of oil, so one thirty something, which is just hypothetical. I'm sure the prices of the price of oil is is, is far higher than that for cooking oil. So if you are going to sell that liter of oil at now the auction rate is 85. You're going to lose that money, aren't you? Mm. So you would, you might as well, you know, price it, you know, quote unquote favorably. I don't know what the margin would be. Would you be using the, 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 the street rate? Would you be using whatever, you know, markups you can use to try and justify when they do come around and ask? But then let's say you price it at, uh, let's just, let's just use the black market rate as an example or the, the supposed black market rate at, 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 at 130, 135, whatever it is. Um, mm. and then you price it there. Um, it's now technically, you know, the value that the, the the retailer wants it for. But then, if you convert that eighty five into that that one, if you divide one the one forty uh, by eighty five, it increases the price of things in 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 local currency yes, and in US US dollars as well. So it's, it's just going to be one of those things that might you know just push both up because people don't want to lose out because mm. like you know, things aren't the easiest thing to get and no one wants to deal with shortages and people still want to satisfy their customers. So, and people are going to buy. I mean, it's going to get harder to, but you're going to try and make ends meet whatever you can. Um, so yeah, I, I, I see that as, as a possible scenario. I, I honestly don't know about you. So you said it's 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 going to get harder to buy. Harder uh, in terms of shortages or harder in, in, in terms of the pricing? In terms of the pricing, I don't think I don't think there'll be shortages. To be honest, I think they will just do what they've been doing all along. Uh, I think this this SI one twenty seven is just a realization of all oh, this stuff is going on. Let's find a way to curtail it. But then again, stuff is still coming. Um, I think the stuff that's controlled, I think bread and whatnot, whatnot is controlled, and they removed the 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 the, the VAT or something or tax on rice or something like that earlier this week. So there's certain things that are controlled, but others that aren't. So when it comes to other stuff, I'm pretty sure the prices for those things are going to go up. Um, and even if it's stuff like bread, remember bread prices had to be increased because it was no longer viable for 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 the company to make to 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 make bread because they're just making it at loss. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Chimbachacha That's what came into my mind. Like, what bread was now expensive <laughs> to manufacture? Like, okay. Um, but yeah, make, makes makes sense because we are selling it at um, less than what it costs you to make them. Yeah. Yeah. Which 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 is the strange thing though, because if you look at it, because they're doing all of this, and like, was it not two weeks ago or three weeks ago? They said, oh no, you know, it's unsustainable to make passports in 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 local currency. They're going to be pegged exclusively in in USD, which makes sense because they need you know forex to purchase the the paper and equipment and whatnot to make the passports and also there's that massive backlog that apparently stretches since 2016 i think so yeah it makes sense but then again passports are part of those because that clause said uh i don't know where where, 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 where i read it um let me open it up and see i think it was a third or fourth point that unless mandated by the government that you can sell exclusively in us dollars so, which means stuff like fuel and 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 passports are covered because they've been exclusively paid. They're allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it 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 it's one of those things that why are you not thinking of other segments of the economy like 
the grocer who's at who's trying to make ends meet or the supermarket that's that's supporting millions of Zimbabweans or the small business owner who now has to now you know kind of shortchange themselves but while other sectors remain relatively unaffected because they've got this special scale case, yeah mm. it sucks but yeah I, I, me on to be honest i see prices going up not interestingly enough i was on twitter today and i saw hopewell's uh tweet Wait, where is Hopewell? Where is Hopewell? Hopewell. I don't know how to say his surname, to be honest. And Usala Dongo of Obuda. Chiwono, I just didn't say Chiwono. I will not bother. I don't want to butcher people's surnames. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hopewell, if you're listening. But yes, yeah, it, it, it's one of those. So what his tweet was like, Um, it was two hours ago. My plumber went into the hardware shop to buy this stuff. It was 1,600 local currency. The shopkeeper said they were forced by SI-127. Uh, to put the exchange rate at 82. So in USD, it was $19. Yesterday, it would have been $12. Ooh. So it's already increased by six bucks. Yeah. You see, so it's, it's, it's. Nope. Seven bucks. Seven bucks. So it's one of those things that you're like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's people, people are going to respond. Uh, but they said that then he went, to, then he paid $7 for it in Bari, which, you know, at, yeah, you know, the, the, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, Certain operators will then catch on to be like, ah, but this is going on elsewhere. They're doing this. And then, you know, we get that snowball effect of people then just increasing prices uh, to be able mm-hmm. to stay ahead of the curve, stay ahead of the curve. Um, so it's, it, yeah, price increases is one of those things, man. Like, <laughs> and it's, it sucks more uh, for the citizen because the prices are increasing, but your salary isn't. Uh-huh. So you still have that X amount that you're getting every month to now be used up by a whole bigger budget now. Essentially, mm. your, your grocery budget just goes up and you can't control that and your salary is still stagnant and you're like, flip, uh, I can't I can't afford this anymore. Mm. It's, 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 it's sad because especially civil servants whose salary has been like, you know, disputed for years now. And yeah, this this just makes it, you know, just that much harder for them to uh, to, to make ends meet and they've got each most likely and let's not say most like i won't say most likely but those with families will feel it the most because school fees kids grow you know they need to maintain them as they grow and then they wonder why our generation is not popping babies like crazy because you need to maintain them yeah you're talking about human beings little human beings as if they're alone like you know your yard lawn you have to maintain okay. your yard lawn to be, to be honest babies are just Pets we make, we we just make our own pets basically, <laughs> and then we decide. Think about it. If you own a cat, you'll understand what I'm saying. A cat is basically like a baby that will never talks. It will mature mm. as it gets older and stop pooping on the floor and stuff like that. But as the principle is the same, it just costs money. I'm not saying don't have kids. I'm just saying it's it's no surprise that you know our generation is kind of saying, "Shabani is great, no things, no things, big and not big so those two things are the big things that caught you. Uh, what are your thoughts on the others? Uh, the other stuff, I, you know what? Like the whole, you know, the the whole uh, forex auction uh, uh, penalties. Okay, cool. Like I, probably they have um, like evidence to back the fact up that people were using the money for other things, or they just want mm-hmm. to use it as a deterrent. Sure thing. Yeah, you know what? If you're gonna do this facility again, put checks and balances in your own thing. Which okay, you know, but. It's like it's it, it's hard not to be skeptical of the fact that there are some 
institutions within it uh, that that are beyond the purview of these rules, um, you know, that are not governed by um, the whole forex auction thing. It might refer to it might refer to SMEs, for example, more than all the big companies who do most of the big buying. But if it does stretch to everybody, then that that, that 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 that's a cool thing. The whole banks thing, I think, was pretty interesting because, like, yeah, <laughs> your bank will now be up in your business, mm. <laughs> making sure. You keep up to date with your nonsense. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, above auction rate. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I think it ties in with the first one, to be honest, like, um, exclusively in Forex. Um, and, uh, you know, the, 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 I think it's the first one about whole discounts and stuff. And we saw Econet. Uh, yeah. Eesh. Their promotion came Which out. is a shame. Hey, <laughs> Dude. like, it, I, I don't think they knew. They didn't. Uh, because it's like you have this whole marketing campaign that you had planned, you know, social distribution, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you've got artwork, you're spreading the word. And then, bam, this thing comes and it's like, no, you're not actually supposed to have uh, your customers uh, push them to want to buy from you in Forex because it's a more attractive deal. And that's what that promotion was essentially doing. Uh, you buy airtime in USD and you'd get uh, some extra stuff that you normally would not get if you were buying in local currency. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's it's strange that like they put it in brackets. Like the document is very brief but very concise. Like, you know, to induce people to then, you know, go and buy whatever uh, to, to, to push them towards USD payments and whatnot. It's, it's three, four, I think it's four lines, the, the, that part, but it's very concise in the language in that they were very incisive. And I feel for you, I feel for you, um, because again, remember like Eagle Cash last week, I had to cancel their promotion because they got caught up with the banks and RBZ because it's a bank wallet thing and the, the banks are like, hey, Brad, listen, this is our turf now. You know, you're the little, you're the little brother now. I think it's that, that Kobe and, and Shaq conversation. Uh, when, when, when Shaq was, I don't know. watch basketball. Oh, goodness. Faro, Faro. Ah, yeah. that, that was the waste. I did watch the last dance and I enjoyed it, but yeah, to watch actual basketball games, nah. Hmm. Might have to try it because I was also like that with Formula One. Uh, until I tried it and now I'm a convert. So I will gladly campaign for Formula One. But this is not about sports. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was using a weird sports reference uh, that when Shaq was like, between when Shaq and Kobe had their dispute, I'm the big homie, he's the little homie because obviously Shaq was, I think, MVP at that time and Kobe was still up and coming. So I think it's that whole dynamic between Ikagash and, and the Banks. So for, for Econet, their sister company, to then go through something similar, they wouldn't have had a, a clue. And there wasn't even a discount. It's more like a, a bonus and incentive to be like, yeah, you know what, if you use USD, we'll give you this as extra. Which I guess makes sense because until these guys need like uh, money to buy, to pay for services like abroad and equipment that needs Forex. And, you know, to convert mm-hmm. while everything is priced in local currency. I it's just a nightmare. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So foreign exchange losses are just a mess for them. Um, so, I, I, you know, this is this was probably what it was angled for. And I like the initiative, but then again, you can be as in, as ingenious or be as resourceful as you can in Zim. But then, you know, hours, just hours after they post, I think they posted in the morning at around 8.30 in the morning. And then in the afternoon, we got news of, of, of SI-127. So yeah, hard luck, but yeah, it, it must suck to be them. Mm. Um, mm. So I, I've got a question for you. 
Ulfar? I was avoiding answering questions. <laughs> I'm so I'm so out of my 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 uh, is that zone? I don't know. Yeah, no, um, it, yeah. it's, it's one of those one of those very like very relatable questions because we do this all the time. Uh, not we <laughs> self incrimination. People do this all all the time. So you, you you've been in groups, right? Where people say, "Oh no, Ndukuchinja, my USD at this rate and that rate, whatever, right?" Mm, and they're offering. I've seen that. You've seen that, right? And people are like, "No, we're gonna give." <laughs> I just saw. I was not a partaker of anything because it's illegal. And then you see someone saying, "Oh, one thirty, I'll give you the rate at one thirty, one thirty-five, like what people are supposedly charging on the on the streets." And then you go into a shop and like you you see prices in a shop, and then you're like, "One is to eighty-five, I can get one is to one thirty on the streets, and then come back and spend in local currency." Won't that like force you to be like? Or at the very least, make attempting to, if like you don't usually do, um, um, you know, forex exchanges, whatnot. Won't that now? Won't that for anyone, for yourself, or if you can put yourself in someone else's shoes, be at the very least enticing to like save money by going to, to the streets and changing it at a higher rate, and then buying at a shop, and then being able to buy more with roughly about the same amount of money. Yeah, um, I, I, hypothetically. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just love how these conversations get you to use the big language that, you know, makes, safeguards you legally because, um, I and you, um, take them is not saying anyone should do this. Uh, we're just saying our thoughts to be like, oh, okay, given this scenario, what do we think is just a thought, nothing more or anything. But yes, um, it does make uh, logical sense, right? Um, if I don't have a lot of disposable income, right, I'm going to make sure that I efficiently use every every cent that I have. So if I were to see, okay, this is going to cost me this much in um, in USD, right? Uh, but if I'm actually paying in local currency, I have these two options. I have this amount, which is using the official exchange rate, and I have this amount, which is using some ex- other exchange rate, which is not official, which should not be happening according to these regulations, right? Um, now, if I, if, if someone comes across that, it's very logical for them to then say, okay, is it possible for me to get more uh, local money that I then can then come and spend at this lower official exchange rate? Um, and if they discover that that's possible, it makes a lot of sense for someone to then end up doing that. To be like, oh, okay, so I'm going to go and uh, give John or Sarah my uh, 10 US dollars and they'll give me 130, uh, 1,300 RTGs. And then I'm then going to go to that shop, which is selling at 850, and I will be left with change. Versus I give them my whole 10 bucks and maybe it's not even enough uh, uh, to pay for a one or something like that. Uh, it, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, like it's, it, it, with the way money is difficult these days, it, it's going to force people to do that kind of stuff. Um, I don't even think it's a hypothetical situation because I think it's happening right now uh, that people have, were already, you know, messing around with, with the black market in, in order to get a favorable rate uh, in shops. Um so it, it's one of those things that's been going on. I think it's just going to be exacerbated by this. 
Um, and even, you know, again, like we said before, the shops are going to combat this by what? Increasing prices. So it's going to be that cat and mouse game of local currency prices are just going to, you know, keep edging up as, 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 as the black market rate. Now, I don't know if that will affect the rate itself. Maybe it will. Like, I'm not an economist. I'm an armchair economist. But, like, just to speculate, I think it, will have, it might have an effect on... Um, on 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 the exchange rate is on the on the black market rate as well. Um, I don't know how the mechanics of the forest auction, um, because my guess is that if you have an allotted sum, and you set a lower bidding price, you're technically setting the upper and lower bounds of where the rate can actually be. So mm-hmm. the more you try and control that, I feel the more the the black market rate is just going to be like, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> so, so it'll keep so it'll keep increasing. That's what you are. That's what I feel. I feel like it'll just keep increasing because it was already like I remember when the forex auction started, it, they were around about the same, and then I blinked because I I don't keep track, and I blinked, and then um someone outside of shop was screaming, "Had it up on I think that was like what two months ago or something like that, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Like how the hell did that? And you know that's the kind of thing where you're like, but it's isn't this supposed to be you know the the or forex auction supposed to be maintaining it? Which you know like I said before, if it's within set set, set boundary. And within a set model, uh, the streets are going to do are going to have their own thing. So yeah, I feel like people are already doing already doing the whole exchange rate thing to kind of circumvent that. Um, I think it's just going to get worse um, with it. And the one thing I'm afraid of is like now, if someone gets USD, they are more likely going to hold it than spend it because yeah, Nepal and it. Like if, mm-hmm. if if things if things going keep going the way they are, like yeah, I I'd rather keep hold of my money. In, in hard currency that I know the value of it doesn't change in, in respect to, to local currency. Some might just be like, yeah, I got 10 bucks. I'll work and get the equivalent of that, but I'll keep holding on to my 10 bucks. Now, won't that, now to your old mind, like you were around, <laughs> you're old enough to remember. I know you're quite young, but you're old enough to remember. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a very, that's a very dangerous statement to say, remember, because I am someone who has a very dodgy memory. Like, but you can't forget this though. Like, you you can't forget when you know cash was scarce, and getting mm-hmm. cash was just like a mission. Be it bond, be it USD, like it was just a mission to get cash because people were just holding on to it um, because it maintained its value. Uh, like the whole mattress banking thing. I think I wrote about on was it Monday or Tuesday? I'm not sure uh, that the RBZ wants to put incentives for people to deposit money. Um, there, there wasn't that. There isn't that faith in the system. People have put money into, like, like for you, like for okay. I'll speak for myself. Like, I would not if I had USD. I wouldn't put it in the bank. I only put it in the bank to pay for for services I need. Mm-hmm. It, it's got a designated purpose for that. But everything else that I, I might have hold is just is 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 for me, which is unfortunately not a lot said. But and then the, <laughs> and then the banks need you to put money into your accounts. For them to be able to, um, to function. function, yeah. Um, but that's but local then, currency. But local currency money goes into the bank anyway. I'm saying for them getting more money, they'll get more money from like USD um, mm. than they would because it's 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 interna- internationally traded, so it holds its value a lot better. And their charges are more uh, would be better from from the banking perspective. I think better for them in that respect in comparison. Which they want you to do. Yeah, but you have but no then, incentive. You don't have the trust in the system to do that because you've been burned a couple of times. A, so, a, a couple of times it would be would be an understatement. Burned a bunch of times. <laughs> People yeah. have been burned a bunch of times. So like with this now, you know, you want to introduce incentives. People don't trust you already. And then you do this whole thing where, you know, people, you know, you're you're forcing an exchange rate, 
um you 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 know people can now buy in in certain in, in, on the official rate uh, with regards to certain services but some are exempt people are going to hold their money like what, what, what i but, think so but don't these things make sense for the government to do what do you mean by that like like there has to be some sensible reason of why uh this is happening you know like okay let's make sure that um shops are selling in the same uh at the same exchange rate um they're not incentive for using forex like it has to then improve the economy in some way like i'm very much not an economics person finance person so i am speaking like just an average joe who's talking with someone who has some hint of economics and stuff hence my question of yeah they're not just doing it for the sake of just doing right like kungoyita or you know mm. I, i don't think like, kungoyita like i don't like there's a, there's a sensible plan to where these measures that are being put are going to help the economy become better this is my question Well, yes. I don't know if it's a question because I don't know if you can answer to them and say yes. Ah, I, I we are guess. definitely. I, I can definitely. I can make a guess and say they definitely have a plan in place. The problem, I think, is not understanding the 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 what the people have had to go through. Um, because in some respects, governments get out of touch with their people, like uh, in terms of their their basic needs and requirements. Uh, so in this respect, like with the whole RBZ announcing deposit incentives. Why? Why do you think people will trust you now? Like, like the record isn't good. The whole banning USD, reintroducing USD. You know, people couldn't get you. You could get could could pay get could get uh could get uh paid in USD, but then couldn't withdraw from Nostra accounts. Then there was the whole Nostra account debacle, and then you say people, oh no, we'll give you incentives to deposit money. People are like ah, 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 fool me twice, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So it's is that thing that with now with with um. With, with the plans they make, I don't think they really, really consider what people are doing on the streets to like to survive. Even in general, like even if we talk with the the broadest of the middle class, the kind of you know hoops and jumps and things people have to do now uh, in this multi-currency system, I don't think they quite understand that. And their 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 habits, I think, that have been formed by people that are hard to remove. One of them being not not trusting the system. One trying to gain an advantage on the system is everybody's prerogative. Everybody wants to get the best deal um, because there's no faith. In that you know the institutions that are supposed to be looking out for you are, so that's just my guess. Is like, yeah, they may have a plan, but I don't think the plan kind of factors in because you wouldn't, <clears throat> um, you wouldn't then you know exclusively license certain businesses to have USD payments and others not, like with the whole passports and fuel thing. Like, yeah, they can sell; they they are relatively unaffected because they will continue to get money in hard currency, but other businesses now have to now find workarounds. To make that work, and remember, most of Zimbabwe's economy is informal. So, in my mind, yeah, they might have a plan, but it doesn't look like it's 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 it reflects exactly what's going on on the ground. Some of the things they did actually make sense. Like I'm not saying the whole document is, is, is nonsense. Actually, some of the things make sense. Um, the checks and balances for people who apply for for forex facilities, true, because you don't want, you you won't want, you won't know what will happen to the money unless you make sure people are using it for the intended purpose. And I, I'm guessing this is probably common for elsewhere in, in the world. But other parts is like, mm, but guys, but guys. Mm. Well, I guess we'll see what happens as time progresses. 
No, I, I guess it's good to stress that most all of this is kind of hypothetical. Like it could be a situation where nothing of what I'm saying or what Rivara is saying comes true. But you know, again, with his history is the only example that we have. Um, and then Zimbabweans, like when when uh, when when Shami posted about um, the whole incentive stuff, dude, did you read the comments? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. the, the the person who says uh, I was like I feel you yeah yeah but that's, that's the general feeling it's like yeah bro listen do you I I, I played with you before like I said like I said like people's walls are so high now when it comes to to the government and then their money so it's like mm, mm, no mm. we will find a way. No, thank you. Hmm. But yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We always hope for a better future. Hmm. Hope, hope. Look at you trying to sound politically correct. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm always politically correct. Do you know someone actually called me uh, a democratic person? Like someone who does not, who tries to keep peace. When you're talking, uh, yeah. No, 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 no. That's not I mean, not talking about anything. Do think I'm a democratic person? Nah, you're not. Rufaro is very sassy. Like Rufaro has a lot of sass. So yeah, nah. it's not part of being democratic. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. Don't mind Valentine. He he's a cool guy, but yeah. Sometimes he's not a cool guy. See, that's a politically correct way of being very angry at you without being very angry at you. you see? Yeah, but 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 you gotta be hot or cold, man. You can't be in between. I, I remember quoting this this verse from Revelations that because you are lukewarm, I will spit you from my mouth. And I, was, I think it was Revelations three sixteen or something or four sixteen. I, I quote that to people a lot. I'm like, yeah, bro, you gotta have, you, you got to have a, have to have a position. Like, it's, mm-hmm. unless you say I genuinely don't care. Because like in, in most cases, people then come into like these these debates, um, and then they're like, "Oh, why can't you just all not be biased?" I'm like, "Yeah, but sometimes bias is called for something because it means you holding a position. There's something you strong you feel strongly about. You can't just sit mm. there and like, oh, we should all be impartial. Impartiality leads nowhere. There is no the, the, and expecting it from people is the worst thing because who's going to be impartial to be honest? And that's how you get taken advantage of. Yeah." Oh, oh, and and the conversation we were having that led to that quote was about Israel and Palestine, which I will not go into because yeah, ish, yeah, some people are just like, wow, wow, <laughs> people need to learn their history. <laughs> nah, I, I'm not saying that I picked a particular. That, that, there is no simple solution to anything. It's the discourse that's the most important thing, like the conversation that you have with people, so that you you then see things that you're not seeing with your own ignorance, I guess. Which is similarly mm-hmm. in a case of what we're talking about with the whole SI one twenty seven. Like, don't take our word as law. Like, that's what the comments are there for. If you feel like I didn't say so, or I, I misconstrued something, or I didn't say something that you like was was clean was clear as day, then put it down in the comments. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. It is very much important to hear everyone's opinion on this. Except Rufaro's. Mm, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. All right.